Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. How's it going, guys? Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, if we haven't met, my name is Mike. Uh, I'm excited to be here with you as well. Hi. And uh, what's up? In the back. Yeah, yeah. So it's been, it's been an awesome time this semester uh, looking at these 13 and hearing from Michael. Uh, my name is Michael as well, so it's easy to remember. We've got two mics on stage tonight. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin to explain a little bit more. Um, of Ephesians to us. So if you do have your Bibles, you can turn to Ephesians chapter 2. We'll get there in a little bit. Um, But I want to ask a question tonight. Um, So before I ask it, let me pray. God, thank you so much. Thank you so much that we get to be here and worship you and sing songs of praise to you, God. Um, God, I pray as we look at your word that you would teach us something new about you tonight. God, that we would um, grow closer to you in our Uh, in our small groups, in our conversations about you. Uh, We love you so much. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right. So the question I'm going to ask tonight is, how do you walk gracefully? So here's what I mean. I have have three little girls. Um, My oldest little girl is six years old. Uh, My middle little girl is four. Uh, And my my smallest little girl, our, our youngest, is two. Uh, let me just tell you, they're adorable, okay? Like, I wake up to cuteness every morning. Um, but when we first, when we very first uh, had our, our first baby little girl, right? Uh, her name is Brielle. Uh, she, she was so adorable, so cute, but so tiny. She was so tiny. Uh, like, when we would go to the doctor's office, they would say, you have to feed her more. And we're like, she's, we're feeding her as much as we can. She won't eat anymore. And they're, they're like, no, she, listen, she's scoring uh, on this test, and it's called failure to thrive. Like, she needs to gain more weight. And so the doctors were actually really concerned about her. Uh, but the thing is, my mom is only five foot even. Like, she is not very big. I'm not very tall, or else I'd be in the NBA. And then... Uh, my wife is kind of a small, petite little, little lady as well. So our, our kids, we found out, are just really small. So she wasn't unhealthy, but she was really tiny. I say all that because um, Brielle, our, our first baby little girl, learned to walk at a really young age. She was walking around like seven, eight months, okay? And that's pretty early for, uh, for a kid to begin to walk. And not only was she walking, she was probably the size... She was probably the size of most five-month-olds, right? So as adorable as my little girl, Brielle, was and is, right, uh, when she started to walk around people that didn't know her, like when we would go to a store or things like that, she would just be walking around, and people would almost, like, gasp, like, (gasps) like, because it went from being, oh, she's so cute, to that is freaky, Right? Like, that does not look humanly possible for a five-month-old to be just strolling around at the grocery store, right? And she was really graceful. She had, like, great balance. She could, if she stumbled, she could catch herself. Uh, And she walked really gracefully. 
so that's the question I'm asking tonight is how do we walk gracefully? Uh, we're going to take a look at a couple verses uh, in Ephesians. But before we get there, I want to talk to you about another verse that really drives home the point that Michael was talking about. So for this, I need a volunteer. No, 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 you don't understand. Not just any volunteer. I need a volunteer that is not afraid of snakes. Not afraid of snakes. Really? Okay, come on up. Yeah, 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 come on up. Okay, what is your name? Jordan. And Jordan, for real, like for real, you're not afraid of snakes? What? Okay, no, no, okay, 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 okay. We got this, we got this, we got this. Jordan. Jordan. First of all, I don't understand you, because I am terrified of snakes. I learned this because uh, I just moved here from Arizona, which you think, oh, they have rattlesnakes and things like that. No, I lived in the city. There were zero snakes. Uh, when I moved here, we, we got a house with a few acres, and there are snakes all over the place, and they terrify me. They, like, I, I get paralyzed, right? And so one morning, I was walking out. Let's just say uh, it's tomorrow, okay? Tomorrow morning, I'm walking out. Jordan, we've become really good friends tonight, and I just learned that you're not afraid of snakes, okay? So uh, tomorrow morning, I'm walking out, and right on my front walkway, I can't get to my car, there's a snake, okay? Since I just learned that you're like, not that afraid of snakes, um, I'm gonna call you, okay? I'm gonna call you and I'm gonna say, listen, Jordan, I will pay you anything. I will pay you, I'll pay you $2, right? I got it, I got it right here. I will pay you $2 to come over here and to move this snake out of the way. I don't care if you kill it, I don't care if you move it, just get it out of my way. Will, are you willing to do that? Sure. Okay. Jordan, how old are you? 12. You're 12. Oh, man, you can't drive yet. Okay. So I'll give you my address, and you just, start, you just start walking over to my house. You just start walking over. But, oh, my goodness, there's a storm out, and all of a sudden, Jordan, I'm so sorry, but lightning hits you. There it is. <laughs> Jordan. Lightning just hits you. Jordan. Die, die, fall down. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Jordan. Jordan. What am I going to do about this snake? Right? You can't talk, you're dead. Jordan. Oh my goodness. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Because, okay, here's, here's the deal. Jordan, Jordan, I was, I, was so, I was so happy you were coming over to get this snake, and you were, gonna, you were just going to help me out so much. I was going to pay you $2. But now, now you can't, right? You can't. I know you can't talk. Good job. Okay. But here's the deal. Let's say I just came and I found Jordan and, and I'll bring it back to life, right? So what are these things called that you rode together? Okay. And then you yell, you yell, clear. Okay, Jordan, you start to breathe. All right, come, come on, come on, come on. Come on. And you show up at my house. Jordan, 
You're late. What happened? I got killed by lightning. I know, I saw, it was horrible. Um, Why did you ask me what happened? Okay, here's the deal. The snake has already moved on, um, so I can't pay you to, to move the snake. Okay? But, but I'm still going to give you the $2. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay, Jordan, you can still have the $2, all right? I'm not joking, I'm not joking, but <laughs> but we're going to talk about a verse right here. You see, what we just talked about is a picture uh, of a verse in Romans, Romans 6.23. Check this out. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death. For the wages of sin is death. What is sin? What is, what is sin? It's bad. I know it's bad. What is sin? Okay. Okay, something like something bad against God, right? Okay, okay, okay. So, you not making you not making it to our arrangement. That really hurt my feelings. And so, uh, you couldn't really work. You couldn't work for that money anymore, right? Right. So the wages of sin is death. Her if she worked to move that snake, she would have earned how much in a wage? $2. But, and here's, guys, listen to this. This is the most beautiful but in scripture, I think. Ready? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Now, she was just brought back to life, and I gave her this, this gift, right? But when she was dead, could we talk? No. When, now that she's back alive, can we talk? Can we? And I was able to give her the $2, right? Okay, Jordan, give everybody, wait, Jordan, I have one more thing for you. You're going to help me explain it. Can you just hold this right here? There you go. All right. So, so every other religion, every other way on this planet, right, says, says that since you were dead, we were separated, right? It's the same thing when we're dead in our sins, we are separated from God. Does that make sense? Okay. Because God can't be around it, so we're separated from God. And every other religion, every other good advice on the planet says that we need to work our way to God, right? If I walk so many old ladies across the street, if I go to church every weekend, if I come on Wednesday night, if I pray, if I forgive, if I do all of these things, then I'll be getting close to God. But that's actually not how it works because that would be a wage. Then, then we would be trying to earn getting back with God, Okay? What God says is, no, 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 no. I've done something that no one else can do. When you were dead and you couldn't work at all, when you were dead, I, in my love and my grace and my mercy and in my son Jesus, worked my way to you. So Jesus, Jesus did all of this so that we could have a relationship with him again and we could now talk again, right? We could have a relationship. Give Jordan a hand. Good job. No, no snakes. There's no real snakes. So, so Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is, is death. What can a dead person do? Nothing, right? But, but the gift of God is eternal life. So, let's take a look at that. Because I think it's a good, when we take a look at Ephesians, when we take a look at Ephesians here in a second, it's a good reminder to start there. To be reminded what Jesus did for us. 
he gives us eternal life, which means he gives us back a relationship with, with God. So let's look at this. Uh, Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 says this. For by grace, uh, and I like to spice things up a little bit. Uh, everyone, can you guys roll your R's? Okay. So, when we say, good job, good job, good job. So, okay, sh- all right. You're going to get a chance to roll them in a second. Leaders, punch them in the face. Okay. Guys, when, when we say grace, ladies, ladies, ladies. Oh, man. When we say grace, we're going to say grace, okay? Grace, all right. Try, try this, try this, try this. Is it on the screen behind me? Okay, try this, try this. For by you have been saved. For by grace you have been saved. We just talked about what it looks like to be saved, right? Brought back to life, put back into a relationship with Jesus. So in Ephesians when it says that we've been saved, it says, but we've been saved by grace. For by grace you've been saved through faith. And it's not of your own doing, right? It's not because we worked so hard for it. Because what can a dead man do? Nothing. So it is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not a result of our works. So he's repeating himself, right? Paul's repeating himself. He says it's not by works. It's not by the things that you do. So that no one can boast. Because it's not about us, it's about... It's about Jesus, Jesus, okay? For we are his workmanship. This word here in Greek is pomea, which means, like, that's where we get poem from. So it's not just saying, like, you're you're, uh, a work. It's saying you're a work of art, right? You've been created, and you are a masterpiece, a work of art. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works. So so works works come, come into the equation, but it's not because of works, um, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That last line is very important, that we should walk in them. And here's the answer to the question, how can we be like Brielle? How can we walk gracefully? Guys, we walk gracefully when we walk in the grace of Jesus. When we remember what Jesus did on the cross and and we think back to what that took and the gift that it is to us, that's when we begin to walk gracefully, when we walk in the grace of Jesus. So let's get real for a second. Some of you, some of you might need to begin to walk towards a mirror and look at that mirror and and know and see and trust that God has made you a masterpiece. Some of you in the room, some of you might need to walk away from that set of friends to be walking in the grace of Jesus because they're, they're pulling you away. Some of you, to walk gracefully, some of you, you need to walk to that friend and ask for forgiveness. Some of you tonight, to walk gracefully, some of you tonight need to walk over to Sam afterwards and say, Sam, I get, I get it. 
I get it. I could do nothing, but Jesus did everything and I'm ready to get baptized because I wanna follow Jesus. For some of you to walk gracefully, you need to be reminded that we walk in the grace of Jesus. Let's pray. God, you are so good. And we thank you for the gift that your son gave us on the cross. We thank you that you give it freely. God, that when we were dead and we could do nothing, you sent your son to us to do everything. God, that that your grace is enough for us. God, I pray that we remember that tonight. God, I pray that we walk in it this week and that we walk in the grace of Jesus as you call us to live. It's in your name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.